Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very accomplished professional and an author from UAE, Dr. Navana Kundu. Navana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Um, I'm excited to be on the show, and it is a privilege to be invited you. in your platform. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, Dr. Kundu is a best-selling, award-winning author. She's a TEDx speaker. She's an active entrepreneur. She's an author, an author of a book titled Emotional Mastery Toolkit for Success. And she's been recognized and felicitated several times. So Navana, let's start by asking you about your own journey in brief. Where do we begin <laughs> to summarize over 40 years of your life mm. in a few minutes? Mm. You have already said such amazing, you know, kind words about me to introduce mm. myself. So I actually come from a city called Talkhara in mm. India. Mm. And um, my father, uh, he comes from a banking background. And uh, when I was four years old, he chose a very different path of life. So mm. he left and he chose the path of becoming a monk. Okay. My mother, who comes from a business background, mm. she has been a very fierce, hardworking, super strong single mom. Okay. Now, coming from a single parent background, mm. uh, in those days, uh, you know, divorce, separation, they were not very common in the society in the 1980s. Correct. So I think that in a way, uh, you know, for me, parentification happened because as soon as my father left, mm. I find of in a subconscious way felt mm. that I'm the one who's going to be the caretaker of my mother. Mm. Not that anybody told me that, but even as a child, I understood that. Mm. And when life becomes um, tough or uncomfortable, that's when you start asking questions. Mm -hmm. And I had many questions. I was fascinated by spirituality. I think even when I was in my teenage years, mm -hmm. around 12, 13 years old, mm -hmm. I remember first, uh, you know, reading the book Autobiography of a Yogi. Mm -hmm. Then, uh, you know, a Tibetan book of living and dying. Mm. And uh, they had amazing impact at such a young age. I was already, I had a lot of questions about death. Mm. Not just life, but also about death. Wow, okay. And uh, it was around, um, I think, 1999 when I left India and I went to Europe. I graduated in Italy in a beautiful place called Florence. Mm -hmm. Then I started my career in the fashion industry in Milan. Okay. And uh, after that, being a globe trotter, mm. and always, you know, now that I look back, I understand that mm. because I come from a background of a dysfunctional family in mm. that sense, a single parent family, I was always looking out for acknowledgement, mm. validation, acceptance, wow. and mm -hmm. love. And wherever I would find that, I would move there. 
So from Florence to Milan to Hong Kong to Dubai to Madrid to Barcelona, it took me to many places mm. where people dream to be. Mm. And um, around the age of 24, no, 25, I started my first company. Mm -hmm. uh, IBB International in uh, Barcelona. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were doing premier corporate conferences and summits all over Europe uh, and Asia and Hong mm -hmm. Kong, Singapore, Mumbai, Dubai. Now, when life is going amazing you think you got it all planned mm. everything is under your control that's when life hits at you as well mm. that was the time when my mother was diagnosed with uh, lungs fibrosis oh, God. Mm. and there was not many treatment available i had to come back to india because this is the time you don't want anyone especially your parent to feel alone or unsupported mm. so one hand yes i was handling my business, running the entire empire. On mm. the other hand, I was nursing my mother, mm. watching a death clock countdown happening. Mm. It was very tough. Outside, you appear to be so strong mm. because you have that mask on your face and you're mm. always smiling, appearing confident, strong. But mm. within you, you know how much you are breaking in parts, how mm. helpless mm. you are feeling. And when you start losing faith in doctors, you start losing faith in your own self, on your helplessness, mm -hmm. you start seeking for faith in something larger than you. Correct. That again was another turn in my life mm -hmm. towards asking questions, spirituality. Mm -hmm. And what do you do at that time? Mm. You go to every workshop, every master, temple, mandir, um, you know, uh, new age books, videos, whatever gives you a glimpse of mm. hope and optimism. Well said. Well said. Mm. And a point came, I realized, yes, I am certified in 20 different modalities of coaching mm. and mm. therapy. Did it help me? Yes, for a short time. But remember, I was still looking for outside mm. for the answer. Yeah. My mom passed away after uh, four years of nursing her. Sorry about that. Mm. After which I realized, you know, you suddenly realize you're by yourself. You know, death is something in life. Yes, I was always interested since my childhood. Mm. But no matter how much books you read about, okay. how much you prepare yourself mm. spiritually, when it hits you, you see it face to face. It's a very Absolutely. different experience. It I cannot agree. be explained in words. No preparation is enough. I agree. And I did not have any sibling. Mm. I, well, my father, I was not in contact with him at that time either. And uh, I realized that how alone you truly are. Mm. You read about in books that you are born alone, you die alone. But the feeling of being alone hit me first time then. Mm. When you walk in a dark apartment at the end mm. of the day. And there is no one to share your joy, your sorrows, your grief, your pain, your experience, your achievements. Mm. Mm. And as I was going down this rabbit hole of depression, you know, they say well, a Zen master's life is that of one continuous mistakes. Mm. 
and you get so exhausted in life mm. i was looking for someone else to take command of the driving wheel mm. i got married mm. of course i told myself that i am in love mm. but was it truly love or was it my need mm. to be emotionally dependent mm. on someone else like any other normal girl mm. ashutosh i was also dreaming of a fairy tale Mm. life happily married ever after mm. but that story of marriage was of a lot of pain agony suffering abuse physically mm. mentally emotionally mm. and once again when life does not go as per your expectations mm. you start asking questions and the first question you ask yourself did i fall short did i fall short mm. as a wife and that was the time i made the craziest decision of my life i packed my bags mm. i mean i've already gone through a lonely childhood i tried to get validation you know um stepping up the social ladder in my career growth ran ran my own empire of my business for years mm. lost my mother and now lost my marriage mm. and i left everything i took my backpack made the craziest decision i went to the himalayas mm. and you you know uh, they say that uh, it is said that when student is ready the master appears mm. i met my guru Mm. at that time how oh, wonderful we were talking about haira khan baba ji before he had an influence in my life since my birth mm. i met my guru at that time and sitting in front of him i remember i asked him that everyone is living for a purpose either they are living for their child or mm. they are living for their parent mm. or they are living for their partner Mm. who am i living for i don't have a purpose to wake up in the morning mm. to drag myself out of the bed and he asked me one question he asked me who do you think man lives for mm. i was still very ignorant i mm. said i don't know mm. for goals for achievements for career <laughs> growth for your partner to raise your family to provide mm. for your family he said no a man lives for his own self correct ask somebody who is struggling to feed himself one time a day mm. to what extent that man will go mm. very interesting very interesting. and he said i can show you the ways i can teach you the techniques i can bring the food in a spoon near your mouth but you have to take that effort mm. to gulp that food down you have to walk that path mm. and that's when my journey restarted mm. i would say i spent two years in the himalayas the silence the loneliness that i was so afraid of i loved and embraced that aloneness and solitude of the mountains mm. i loved and embraced that silence around me mm. and in that i found so many answers yes i thought once again 
my life is all set. Mm. There is no reason for me to come back. But again, I met a client from Dubai and he, you know, she was going through a tough time. And after we did her sessions from the Himalaya, sitting there only, she said, Namana, you always say that, you know, outside it's become so commercial. Mm. Everything is about certification in these days, Mm. especially when it comes to coaching, Mm. healing, therapy. But the point is, you know, who certified Jesus that he was the greatest healer Mm. who certified Buddha that he reached he achieved enlightenment and he said you know people who have the real wisdom cannot be just sitting in the mountains Mm. and I realized yes perhaps you know there is another curriculum of life that is waiting for me and I had come to Dubai, as I was explaining to you, for a month during COVID. And mm. COVID happened. Borders closed down. I ended up now, you know, uh, living in Dubai and uh, providing my services mm. in Dubai now. How wonderful. And yes, in 2021, my book came out. Mm. So let's talk and, about your uh, book a little. Your book is titled Emotional Mastery, Toolkit yes. for Success. Uh, yes. Tell me a little bit about your book and let me start by asking you, how do you define emotional mastery? And based on what your story you've just told me, you've obviously become a master of your own emotions. I have come a long way. I have yet a very long way to go I'm for sure. sure. I'm sure. Um, yes, first of all, um emotional mastery how can we define it what do we mean by it Mm. it is to understand the hidden messages behind your emotions Mm. and utilize and leverage the power of emotions Mm -hmm. to fuel your motivation to achieve everything in your life that matters the most Mm. from relationships health wealth to spirituality Mm. how i started with emotional mastery first of all i would say that um today if you look at books videos in youtube everyone is talking about mind mastery Mm. the foundation of mind mastery is emotional mastery Mm. Your mind will not take any command unless you are engaged emotionally with your mind and developed a relation with your mind. Mm. What do I mean by that? Mm. If I do not have a relationship with you, Ashutosh, and I meet you you suddenly in the street and I tell you, can you give me a thousand dollars? You'll be like, I don't know you. Mm. Why should I give you? But if I have a relation with you and I said, uh, Ashutosh, I need $1,000. Can you lend me? Mm-hmm. It's like, you'll be like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. If I have a very deep relation for over many years, you'll be like, of course, I trust you. Mm-hmm. I'll give you. This mm-hmm. is about having an emotional engagement and relationship with each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. When you don't have a relationship with your mind, The problem today is happening. You want your mind to think one way. The mind thinks another way. You are doing affirmations, positive thinking. Mm -hmm. I am rich. Your mind is telling you, are you crazy? It's not going in that direction. Mm -hmm. Why? 
because you have to develop a relation a emotional engagement with your mind for your mind mm. to take your command mm. and that is the basis of emotional mastery if you cannot take command of your emotions your emotions will take command of you it is the abc mm. before you study medicine the first step is emotional mastery then comes mind mastery then comes meditation mm. self mastery very nice and uh, you also talk about uh, managing emotions uh, what are some of the challenges people face while managing their own emotion Ashutosh, this is a very interesting and important question because what I felt in my journey till today mm. is that our education system teaches us so many things, mm. but they do not teach us how to deal with your emotions and bounce back when life doesn't go as per your expectations. Mm. And that happens in life many times, I guarantee you. Mm. No matter how much you plan, a bigger plan is in action. Mm. And I wish now that standing today here at this, you know, 43 years of age, that when I was a little girl, somebody would teach me, guide me, show me how to work around and manage and heal my difficult emotions mm. and use my emo emotions to guide me mm. to achieve what I want in life. Mm. What most people face, some of the challenges are a lot of myths and conditionings about emotions. Mm. A lot of times you are said, if you are feeling your emotions, expressing them, what are you told? That mm. you are being too sensitive. Mm. With a negative connotation. Mm. Being emotional is not professional mm. at work. Correct. If you are showing your emotions, you are too weak. Mm. Make your decisions with your head and not your heart. Ignore your emotions, suppress mm. your emotions, push mm. them under a carpet, close them inside a box mm. because no one wants to appear weak. Mm. Emotions are seen in a very negative connotation, but we have to understand mm. what does the term emotion mean? It means energy in motion. Mm. So no energy can be positive or negative. Mm. No emotion is positive or negative unless it is the positive or negative meaning mm. we give to that emotion. Mm. So most people nowadays, they have never been trained how to manage their emotions, heal their emotions. Mm. And they feel, you know, depressed, demotivated, angry, fearful, stuck in a pattern and they don't know how to break out of it. Mm. Very interesting. So I'm now going to move to, uh, given uh, our time constraints, uh, uh, I'm going to ask you one question on coaching and then I'm going to come to some lessons. Uh, how has, and you're a certified coach and you coach many, many people, how has your background and all your amazing learnings supported your own coaching philosophy, your style and your values? 
the more you train yourself mm -hmm. you are always refining more and more your skills mm -hmm. now all these coaching modalities therapy modalities there are tools and techniques mm -hmm. that are being given to you correct and more and more you practice with experience they get more and more refined mm -hmm. they give you the scientific data they give you that knowledge the theoretical knowledge so they definitely help you to a certain point mm. but what sets you apart is also your working on your own self mm. on a regular basis how much you're working on your your own self how much you are meditating it makes a huge difference mm. on your perspective on your refining your tools mm -hmm. because you also have to um understand whenever we are coaching we are healing we are doing any therapy it's a exchange of energy also you are having mm -hmm. so what energy are you giving out mm -hmm. tools and techniques are only one part of it correct but your inner self inner work inner core along with your experience mm -hmm. and your intention makes up the full 100% of it mm. very interesting my next uh, question is that you know th this is now the age of the young leaders the millennials and the gen z leaders what in your opinion are some of the areas the young leaders need to be coached in it is very very tough times for them mm. because when we look at gen z and millennials 9 out of 10 people are having mental health issues mm. depression anxiety stress worry fear because times are so uncertain right. unpredictable and things are changing rapidly mm. whether it is in times of in terms of technology or way of living our relationships how we define them mm. our outer life inner life everything is changing rapid pace mm. remember in our times um ashutosh we would hardly have stress or tension maybe one day before the exam or the re exam report is coming out mm. that was all tension and anxiety was about mm. depression we would hardly hear mm. but for the gen z and millennials it's a huge huge thing so here comes again you know there was a report i uh, read of uh, read of mckenzie in 2022 one of the recent reports that by 2030 um i think it was around they said 80% or more of the organization and employers would be looking at emotional intelligence mm. to get your next promotion or your next job okay. so if you want to be a leader work on your emotional intelligence and emotional mastery because to be a leader you have to understand the emotions of your people mm. you are dealing with human beings with no emotions and not with robots mm. second thing about gen z and millennials i would say stop comparing with yourself mm. in today's time of social media everyone is looking at each other and this conditioning has started since our childhood 
when you first brought your exam report at home what did your parent ask you hmm. how much marks or grade did you get hmm. you say the next question how much did mr mehta's son get hmm. yes so true they had a good intention hmm. but the method was different agree the child 0 to 7 years specially when the analytical part of the brain is yet to develop they absorb everything like a sponge and the subconscious mind understands that my being good or bad is linked directly to my performance but understand one thing this is for all the gen z and millennials that the ex till you were in school and college the exams were same for everybody mm. the questions were same in the exam so some sort of comparison still made sense mm. but when you were out in life the, mm. everyone has different exam i may have a exam of having losing a, a parent a mother mm. a, a, right. a a divorce somebody have may have an exam of having a bankruptcy mm. someone else might have an exam of having a terminal illness mm. so do not compare focus on yourself if you believe it just go for it 100% if someone else could do you before you you can also do it well said well said and now one of time for only one more question and given again your amazing background and so much learnings and this is for the many many people who will listen to our conversation what would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers and listeners to take away from your own learnings and from our conversation that's a extremely valuable question mm. you have asked i am still learning mm, mm. <laughs> but i would say um number one lesson mm. would be that i have learned from my journey that your deepest moments mm. of pain mm. challenge difficulty mm. suffering mm. is your deepest moment of opportunity and transformation amazing your deepest moment of learning mm. and growing mm. sometimes we see life yeah in a very narrow perspective mm. our relationship is were not working out our job is not working out business is working not working out mm. and we say oh this is so negative happening to me mm. but we don't know the big story right. 5 years down the line you look back and you say thank god it happened to me yeah. otherwise i wouldn't be here today mm. with the lessons and the learnings that i got yeah yeah so always whenever you feel fear i get you it's absolutely normal you are human you're mm. not a machine it's okay to feel fear but replace and shift that fear into the word faith well said well said hmm. lesson 2 hmm. i would say that go for 100% with what you want with your hmm. heart and your mind hmm. with conviction hmm. but also keep in mind hmm. anything that you are achieving materially even the healthiest of the bodies hmm. over time 
will age, mm. will deteriorate mm. and can get lost. Mm. So if you invest your entire, all your emotions, mm. all your time, all your energy, all your identity mm. for something outside, it is okay to do so. Mm. Think about but yourself. Keep in mind also, you have to keep working within yourself, mm. not something on that is unstable mm. or temporary. Will that That's give it. you happiness in the long term? Mm. Keep That's that good. in mind. Yeah, very good. Very good. Very good. Uh, and on that note, uh, Navana and your wonderful lessons, you know, with the first one is so powerful. Your deepest moment of pain is your deepest moment of transformation and learning. And second, you said was that go while, while you go for 100% with conviction, your body uh, is something you've got to be all the time aware of. And you've got to keep on working within yourself. Thank you for talking to me about your incredible journey. Thank you for sharing with me uh, what an amazing journey you've had in your early years and how you've built yourself into such a, a powerful individual. Thank you for talking to me about your book, Emotional Mastery Toolkit for Success. And I'm asking all our viewers to go and check out Dr. Navana Kundu's book on Amazon. Uh, thank you also for giving me some amazing tips on coaching um, from, and how you've built your own philosophies and how uh, the millennials and the Gen Zs can benefit if they reach out to you for coaching. Thank you again and good luck. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website, www.tbcy.in, to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for The Brand Called You.